This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best. This podcast is brought to you by Lead Gen Pros, making it incredibly easy for the average real estate investor and business owner to get more leads. They work with a variety of companies who specialize in real estate investing and who are looking for a systemized way to increase their lead flow and grow their business. If that sounds like you, check out theleadgenpros.com. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Max. Now, what you're about to listen to is a pop-up. Now, pop-up is a random city that I choose to go to and we tell people to come meet us and we talk about real estate for a couple hours. Now, this is in the Q&A format. So there's a lot of gems being dropped in this particular podcast. And what I actually did was took two of the most recent ones that I liked the most, Atlanta and Houston, and we took the highlights from these and made a single podcast. So I hope you enjoy listening to the audio of this pop-up. And you've probably already seen some of this on YouTube, but now you get the full highlight version of two separate meetups. So in the comments, drop a comment. Tell me what you've learned. Tell me what gems have been dropped that you picked up. And also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating because we love delivering podcasts to you guys every single week. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys on the other side. What about Airbnbs? Because love I would them. rather do that. Love than, them. Love yeah, because I would rather do that than actually have someone in my house like on a monthly. Love them. There's a course on that on on how to do that. I'm not an expert at it, but there's. I love Airbnb. Yeah, you have a course too, right? Nope. No, she said he does. I make my money selling real estate. There you go. Yeah. Oh, so you actually give out free information? Yeah, I don't have a course. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm finding like 70% of the work is getting in on a contract, right? But then there's 30% is actually getting the close mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people doing this. As soon as they find out you got that deal, some people try to swoop in and poach the deal. Yeah. So are you putting like teeth in your contracts that like they can't? Our contract's a contract. If your contract's solid, they can't go around it. And if they go around it, they're going to get sued. I've never had 200-something deals. I've never had it happen. You can record what's, it. What's, what's, your, what's your best practice on either the double close? I never double sign. close in my life. Never double close. Oh wow. Even with a higher. And, 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 um, I made fifty grand on a wholesale. I never double close. Really? That's the only reason why I ask is, is you know sometimes you have those buyers that are a little bit more savvy and they're looking at that whole one. So you do the seller side. I'm gonna go kick rocks because what I tell my buyers when I first interview them is, listen, I'm a wholesaler. I spend a lot of money finding these properties. I might sell you a property for fifty thousand that I found for a dollar. Do you care? I'm talking about on the front end, on, on the, on the, on the, get a better attorney, get yeah. a better attorney. I've heard, yeah, I've heard around here, what they want is they want you to sign a document where the buyer and the seller signs it saying that you're going to make this as much profit. Like well, you should, well, it says it on the HUD. I don't know what they do. So it's on the HUD one, I'm just saying, you know, when you get to the closing table, that, uh, you know, that, that first thing my attorney, time. first thing my attorney does, you get to the closing table, sit down, he slides an unsigned check in front of the seller and they looking at that with the number that we promised them on there. And he says, okay, here goes the HUD documents. This is this, this side, this side, sign right there. You're gonna get this amount of money. Like I've never had that problem. How many of them actually look? That's another. That's what, oh, they, they care about the check. Are you, so you always close it with your attorney? Every time. My buyers, they tell me, close my attorney, I tell them, go kick rocks. My attorney knows how to control the deal. 
that set the expectation for the seller. Yes, sir. Yeah, he wasn't a buyer, but he didn't know, so he couldn't close. So then he stopped answering the phone, no email, and I couldn't get him to sign like, what you call to, to get the money out of escrow. Anyway, couldn't go forward on that. So, so in the future, it should not be an S. It should. It's already a predetermined that if you do not execute this contract, it's non-refundable. Right. So that needs to be in your assignment agreement. Okay. So that when you turn that into the closing attorney or agent, uh -huh. that they understand that there's no signature needed for release of funds mm. because he already signed this and said that I'm going to perform and if I don't, I'm going to give this money to this guy. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm still working though. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of other properties. You're going to fail forward. Now you know. So go get the next one. You know what I'm saying? My problem now though is because of my time, like, all right, do I just grind it out and stay on the phone or do I try to find a cold caller? Not yet. To be able to do so. Not yet. Then I'm going to spend time training them. Yeah. You want to become so good at cold calling that you be able to train anybody to do it. Do you feel 100% comfortable cold calling? Yeah. Yeah, so get, become real good at it and then train somebody. But do it to where you have to replace yourself, to where you can't cold call and go on appointments. And then hand over the cold calling aspect. And then go on appointments until you can't go on appointments anymore. Then hire somebody else to go on appointments. And then you repeat that process. Another cold caller, another... You get so them? replace myself. Yeah. When I, when I have to, not because I want to be able to... My question is this, right? With the market, it has ups and downs, it has turns and dips, mm -hmm. right? It's a seller's market right now. I'm right at yes. Right. What would you recommend to someone who is doing real estate, have been doing it for two years? Mm -hmm. As an agent? No. Okay. As an investor. investor. Okay. Okay. And the market is going to turn again. Yeah, I believe so too. So what would you recommend in a case like that? Keep consistent. Build your buyer's list and find... The, when when it makes a turn, so you've only been doing it for two years, so you haven't seen a turn yet. Right. When it I was in I was in real estate I was in real estate as an agent during the turn, so I understand the turn. I lost my business during the turn, so when when the turn happens, if you still understand real estate, there's always going to be buyers with cash, and you're going to see these institutional buyers that are going to come in and they're going to spend billions of dollars, and they're going to want to buy assets at 50, 40 percent on the dollar. You just keep doing what you're doing. Quick. Yes, sir. You're talking about cosmetic stuff, but what about when you run into this roof is old, this foundation needs mm -hmm. repair, you know, plumbing needs to be replaced. So the cool thing is get a roof estimate one time from a good contractor, not a contractor that services a homeowner, a con contractor that services flippers. There's two different prices out there. You know that, right? So get the price one time. If your average size house is 1,300 square feet, you can give or take after you get that price. You get what I'm saying? Then found a, get a foundation guy. He might say every corner is two grand. All right? Then you know if the foundation is messed up and it's two sides, put in four grand. So the cosmetic stuff you'll get, but that stuff, get the pricing one time and keep rolling. You just got to get a ballpark. So you said, you, how do you find ARV is your question? Yes, Under, understanding ARV numbers when it comes to running comps or, you know, people that don't have a realtor. Okay, so I've never went to a realtor prior to having Francis, and I still do my own ARVs without Francis. Um, I can't really speak for the Texas market, but I, can, I use a simple, I use simply Zillow, Redfin, and Realtor.com, right? So I don't know if that works in your market or not. So... So with those tools, those third-party tools, uh, it's funny because Zillow actually, they have a, I don't know, you got to 
find it, but they, they'll have a confidence rating as far as mm-hmm. how good, because some uh, states, they disclose closed comps. Word disclosure some, state. Okay, they don't disclose it here. Okay. So they're super inaccurate, okay? Um, so you can get those comps two different ways. Either you can, uh, either you have MLS access, you can get it from a realtor, um, or you just really know your market. So for the... She said she don't have access to a realtor. Okay. What's so, she going to do? Realtors are free. So if you're... <laughs> Don't waste your realtor's time. If you're going to be doing business and you know you're going to be doing business and you have a subject property, you know, you can ask them, hey, uh, what's the comps on this? And like you said, for a newbie, the ARV is basically what will that house sell for when it's all pretty and fixed up? And one thing, listen, if you really, really just have no, it just it just boggles your mind, pay a realtor 15 to 20 bucks to do a comp. But make sure it's something that you actually need a comp on, right? The seller's interested in selling. You're, you're down to the nuts and bolts. You're ready to negotiate. You can pay a realtor some money to actually do to do a uh, to do an ARV for you. Um, there's a calculator basically that tells me what a deal is best fit for and what I can offer in each strat- exit strategy. So find out your exit strategy, and if the per- you'd be surprised. You did a deal where somebody was open to owner financing, right? Oh, I'd I'd suggest you do that a lot. Three offers? Yeah. Because you, that helps in a market like this is really competitive because most people are just going off the wholesale approach. If it doesn't have enough equity, it's not a deal, right? right. So yeah, I definitely, uh, a lot of times do three offers. So that deal was, um, what happened was they were motivated, but they didn't need to sell right right now. There was no pain attached to like the property. So they were willing to get paid out in let's say six months. So what we did was short-term owner financing. It wasn't like they were in a pinch for money. They had thirty thousand dollars left on the mortgage. So to do the owner financing deal, they called the bank. They paid the thirty thousand dollars off. They weren't in a bind. They just liked me, and they just was like, "Hey, we can wait." So don't always feel like someone is, has to be desperate in need for. So what we did is we did short-term owner financing. They did the property to me, zero payments, uh, zero interest, and the rest, the whole balance, due in six months. But it was a wholesale deal that never would have made any sense. How much you make? Thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. When you uh, when you're doing like a subject two deal mm-hmm. and you're giving them cash, do you just like, write them a check or do you have to put it inside? Everything goes through an attorney or a closing company. You guys use cl- title companies here. Everything goes through a title company. I do not do anything with my money without the protection of a title company and somebody else that can cover me. Ever. 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 Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat.